And we didn't have to play. I don't know about it. Oh, there's my clicker. All right, good, right where it belongs. That's a pleasant surprise. For some reason, I thought I'd lost it. Uh, I, I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. It looks like some of you have still have some family in, so, you know, trying to get them out as soon as possible. No, it, it's been it's been a a, a really great uh, season. We've had we've gone um, two to two different Thanksgivings, and we've um, given thanks in both, and had time with family. And I hope you enjoyed your time with family. But you realize uh, the more time you spend with your family, um, you realize the truth of something we said last week. That everyone's just a crazy person pretending to be a normal person. Everyone has just this sort of deep down craziness that we we we're always going to have. There's going to be something that my daughters are going to tell their husbands about me. Does that make sense? They're going to be like, okay, so dad does this. Just ignore it. Like there, there's going to be something, and we're just we're all sort of loony, and getting together as a family pretty much bears that out. Is that we're all we're all crazy people. We're all we all have our little idiosyncrasies and our little characteristics that make us unique and make us beautiful. But it also sometimes makes it hard to get along with. And it's hard sometimes at Thanksgiving to be thankful for the people you're around. Amen. Okay? Didn't expect an amen on that one, but I waited for it, so it's my fault. There, there, it, is, it, can be, it can be difficult to be thankful. And I, I think sometimes Christians can be the craziest of people. In both good ways and bad ways. That Christians can get really caught up in their um, minute Christian issue. Like, for example, that last song, did it, well, singing that last song, does anyone, did anyone think, oh, that, that author had an odd eschatology? No? Me, me, Jenny, and Johnny? Okay, well, that's fine. Basically, an understanding of how things are supposed to happen at the end. And it's, it's, a, it's one of my favorite songs from my childhood, but it's one of those ones I kind of like, well, I like that. I disagree with a lot of the words, but I like it. It brings me, it, it uplifts me. But it is kind of this, like, you know, <coughs> maybe we'll meet there, dude. They're going to hell. Throw your hat in the air. That was a bit of a tangent. <laughs> but there is, like, things that we, we love, and it's, that's a song I love, and I'll lead, but it's not until I'm trying to listen through, like, visitors' ears, and I think, oh, that's, this is what they're hearing. <laughs> but we, we have, Christians have to take our, like, pet issues, like, well, uh, if you notice, if you look here in Daniel, and then go to Malachi, and then you go to, then you go to Matthew, and then you go to Revelation, pick, you tie all those scriptures together, um, it... It makes a really important point, and if you don't believe it, you won't help. Like, they're, like, wait, what? But we get, we can get really caught up in that that sort of stuff. Like, that's all here. Take this 
scripture and this scripture and this scripture, and these are the things that we believe. Well, what? Well, the one thing that if you add all these scriptures up, that we found, we found this in the Bible. We found this, and now we're arguing it, and Christians can kind of get crazy about that sort of stuff. Christians can get crazy about um, a lot of different things and, and call it Christianity. And so we can be remembered for some very odd reasons. Actually, some very unfortunate reasons. That Christian yelled at me because I wouldn't sign their petition. That Christian told me I was condemned because I didn't do this in just this right way. Christians need to be crazy on a separate level. When the world looks at us, they don't need to see us as like these angry, hateful craziness. What they need to see is a craziness on the other end of the spectrum. That we will not, that we will not um, indulge in judgment, but we will delight in grace. That we will be liberal with our mercy. And with our love. And people will look at that and they'll say, that's crazy. And they'll remember that too. But having, having a faith that moves you to work. Having a love that exhausts you every day. And having a hope that allows you to endure through difficult times. Those things are not normal. It's not, it's, it's not what you're going to find in everyday conversations. And I actually believe that the, the, the most unforgettable thing we can do is be thankful. But only in a, in a certain way. We'll get to that in a second. And um, 1 Thessalonians 1, he says, we always thank God for all of you. I know we've been in this passage all all month. But all of you? Does that even hit anybody else's odd? Got a church? You ever been to a church where you're thankful for all of them? All of them. Not just most of them. Not just some, not some of them. Not the ones in your life group. You're thankful for all of them. Paul says, I am thankful for all of you who continually mention you in our prayers. I am thankful for all of you. Now, there are some people that I am naturally thankful for. People who are kind and generous and loving and encouraging and helpful. Those people, I am so thankful for you. Actually, what's great about this church is it is actually very easy to be naturally thankful for all of you. But I've been in places where there's some that it's hard to be thankful for. I know I have a preacher friend who works in a church who has two preachers in the church. Two retired preachers. Now, you're not a preacher, so you don't know how much of a nightmare that is. I once had a guy come up to me, he was a traveling evangelist, and he was sitting in the, the, the crowd during one of my sermons, and he came up to me afterwards and he goes, that was good. 
I didn't know where you were going with it, but it was good. Didn't know where you're going with it till the end. It meant that as like an insult, like get that together. Let me know where you're going with it. But I always think no one does that with movies. No one's like, well, I didn't see that coming. That's absurd. It's like, oh great, a moment of tension. I love it. But we we this guy had, has two preachers in his congregation, and Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you can guarantee both those guys are going to come into his office and saunter in and sit down and tell him how what he should have done. How are you thankful for that guy? <laughs> well, let me tell you this. It's not natural. See, natural thankfulness. Anybody can do it. Anybody can do it all. Being thankful for the some, for the few, for the, for the majority even, who are helpful and encouraging and gracious and loving. That's, anybody can do that. Everybody does that for the most part. It's only the true sociopaths in this world who are helped and not thankful. I don't know how much credit we get for when someone hands us a gift saying thank you. Or when someone buys us a meal saying thank you. Or when someone comes over and helps you do something in a time of need saying thank you. But it's the Christian's call, I think, to move past a level past natural thankfulness. Into a level of crazy thankfulness that we'll call we'll call intentional thankfulness. To be thankful because you chose to be thankful. Not because it's instinct. Those things that are instinct, good on you. But let's move beyond that. To say, I, I am going to choose to be thankful for this moment that I get to stand and practice patience. I'm going to choose to be thankful for God giving me someone that I can pray for as my enemy. I'm not good at that. I needed an enemy. I'm going to be thankful for God growing me in this difficult time. Some of you had Thanksgiving where it was very natural for it to be thankful. It was just natural. Everyone was happy. Everyone was um, you know, throwing balloons in the air and ripping turkey legs off of a 12-legged turkey. And everyone was just joyful. And some of you had Thanksgivings where this was the first time you'd had a Thanksgiving without that person you loved. Some of you had a Thanksgiving where it was, this was hard. And Still choose to be thankful, not not because it's somehow going to. Um, you're not trying to manipulate other people and just like show on the outward that you're thankful. What you're going to try to do is be thankful because you want to be aware of all the beauty that's around you. You want to be thankful because. That's what God has called us to do. And there are people who are different than you. There are people who are going to 
bother you who are going people there's going to be people in this church that you're not going to like it's just going to happen I mean it's not going to be me but I don't like the stifled laughter that there are going to be people, be people that you don't like that are going to be personalities that are going to clash and you're not going to get along and you should be thankful for that. Because a uniform church is a boring one. A uniform church is a church that doesn't understand unity. Unity is when we don't get along, but we still sit next to each other because we love God. And then we're following the one who's united us. Be thankful for the people you don't like in your church. Be thankful for the people that frustrate you. That level of thankfulness is, is twofold. One, it, it, it requires you to be intentional about it. You can't just naturally do it. But secondly, it puts you on a level of thankfulness that is so rare that people say that's crazy and they'll remember you for the rest of your life. And your thankfulness will matter to their life. Jesus. It just will. You will affect them. You'll be unforgettable. See, thankfulness is this level of, um, it's a second level of just being gracious. Like, oh yeah, hey, thanks for letting me in. Brian Regan, one of my favorite comedians, tells a story about um, driving and there was a, a guy in this lane and it was obviously, it was, it was turning into one lane. And we've all been in that situation on the highway where there's two lanes. And there's and it's coming into one and there's just this one knucklehead who doesn't realize it. And then it's the last second. And so, um, uh, Brian Reed was saying that he was, he, he was watching this guy because he knew he was going to have to jet over. So he backed off a little bit and let him in. The guy was on his phone and gave him one of these. <laughs> Brian Regan gripes about how that, what a low level of thankfulness. <laughs> but there, sometimes we, just that base level of, oh, thank you for letting me not die. <coughs> thank you for doing the thing that was wonderful. It's when we wade out into the waters of difficulty, when we wade out into the waters of trial with a thankful heart that we actually <coughs> made some waves. The, those that will be that sort of Christian this week, and you'll change something. One, if, if you start practicing it, you'll realize how often frustrated you are with just nonsense. Something that could go either way. Oh, you're out of time um, to stand and be still while I'm waiting in this line at the Walmart. I probably need to go the speed limit or 20 below behind this person. Let's take time to be patient. We can be thankful for things in weird ways, and it's going to take us being having a level of crazy about our our lives that just we we can just say, well, okay, well, this is 
an odd situation, I get to choose what I do. I get to choose how I react. I get to choose. I have that choice. Paul, at the end of the letter to the Thessalonian church, says, And we urge you, brothers and sisters, warn those who are idle and long list of instructions. Warn those who are idle and disruptive. Encourage the disheartened, help the weak. Be patient with everyone. That's crazy, right? Listen, like we live this out. If we chose to do this, we would be so different than everybody. Not in ways of like we believe, like I, I believe differently than everybody. You would live differently than everybody. Make sure that nobody pays back wrong for wrong, but always strive to do what is good for each other and for everyone else. Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. This is a radical life that will change Everyone you interact with. And the last one there, give thanks in all circumstances. That means you are going to have to intentionally find something to be thankful for and then be thankful for it. It takes work. You won't be able to just float through the lazy river of life to just be thankful whenever it comes. To love whenever it comes. To have faith whenever, whenever it's easy. You're going to have to make some decisions about how you live and how you act and what you're thankful for. Any of you do that thing when you go around the table at Thanksgiving? And awkwardly announce what you're thankful for. There's usually one person who has stood up and said, You know what? This this year we're going to start a tradition. We're going to go around the table and say what we're thankful for. And everyone says, Oh, well, my family and, uh, didn't have a lot of cows die this year. And, uh, it's sort of like just shuffling the dust. If you're a religious family, you kind of have to do like the Jesus answers. God and Jesus. And it feels like we're forcing it. It feels like we're sort of faking it through. You know why? Because we're not used to it. We're not good at it because we haven't done it. Dinner, having everybody all eat and say, you know what? Ah, new tradition. We're all going to run three miles. <laughs> Wait, why? <clears throat> well, we just need to do it. It's good for us. Really? To do it as a family, it'd be great. But I'm not used to that. that it's the same thing. You haven't flexed that muscle enough. Some new goal. This year, practice being thankful enough that no one's going to have to prompt you to do it next November. Practice it. It's going to be real awkward at first. 
I'm really thankful that you're in my way. It's going to be tough to tell people you're thankful for them. Now listen, I know that I know what happens. You people think you're clever, and you're going to walk out the door and shake my hand and say, I'm thankful for you, and laugh all the way home. <laughs> I want any of that. I want it to be at the restaurant. I want it to be at your house. I want it to be at your job. I want it to matter. I want it to make changes. You choose to be thankful in all circumstances. The, the church at Thessalonica... They, they were th- he was calling them to be thankful and to have joy and to, have, and to pray in the midst of this terrible persecution. They weren't getting to buy and sell goods in the marketplace because they were a Christian. They were being kicked out of their families. They were being isolated from their social groups. It was serious persecution. And he's saying, give thanks in all circumstances. Hard circumstances. Choose it. Choose to be thankful. It may take some practice, but I want you to practice. I want you to practice with me this year as we practice being thankful because that sort of lifestyle will change people around you. They'll notice a difference. Christianity is not about love, uh, not about not drinking and not smoking and not listening listening to rock and roll and Luke Bryan. Christianity <laughs> is about loving people on a level that is crazy. About having faith that is a faith that is unexplainable, a peace that passes all understanding and a thankfulness that is next level intentional do all of this because we believe the one we follow, the king who conquered death, did it first. And it's not our job to look like a really good Benjamin. It's our job to look like the one we follow, Jesus of Nazareth the Messiah. And so it's my belief that if you want that sort of life, you have to follow that sort of person, that sort of king. If you want to be intentionally thankful, if you want to be next level thankful, I think you have to do it. It has to come from God's spirit. It has to come from following Jesus. It has to come from something bigger than yourself. So the first step in being a thankful, an intentionally thankful person is following Jesus. And the next step is just flexing that muscle whenever you can, whenever you Whenever, whenever it's hard, work at it. Be good at it. Actually, first, be bad at it. And then be good at it. So when it comes time next year for you to be thankful, they're going to have to limit you. You won't have a well, let's see. Moment. thankful out of the abundance. I can just grab two or three things and be thankful. I'm think- I was thankful already. That's what you'll be able to say next Thanksgiving whenever they go around the table. Because you've decided to be intentionally thankful for things that may not be naturally, you might not be naturally thankful. So all starts with Jesus. So if, if you want to follow Jesus today, 
And we want you to come down and talk with us. We want you to be united with Jesus in death, burial, and resurrection through baptism. But if you're, if you're a Christian who's not even, not even nice, or maybe you want to move up, you need prayers to be intentionally thankful. We are, we are here for you. Not just me, not just the elders, but your neighbor. So what we say is if you want to respond to Jesus or if you want to respond to this message, go come forward, go backward, go sideways. Just find somebody you can pray with. Find someone who you trust. Maybe wait this one out and talk about it at life group tonight. Whatever you need, please don't let a day go by without doing it. Whatever you need to do, don't let a day go by without doing it. Please respond while we stand. <laughs>